there's been moments in my life, whether in my travels, experiences, education, formation to be a priest, where where I am, who I'm with, what I'm experiencing, the, the beauty I'm being immersed in, or beholding, that it demands a reaction of my heart by the mere fact that I'm close to it or that I'm experiencing it. I recall, for example, I was in the Holy Land up in Nazareth towards the north, the place of the Holy Family's home, kneeling and praying in front of that exact spot where the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary. And there inscribed upon the altar that's since been erected there are the words, Verbum caro hic fac dumest. The word was made flesh, but not only was it made flesh, but it was made flesh here, it says. Another moment was my diaconate ordination, uh, which would, you would think like priesthood, diaconate, of course, but diaconate's the first time uh, you profess your obedience to your bishop and you promise him your celibacy for him and for the sake of the church. I'm just lying prostrate on that floor of the cathedral before him, literally giving myself as a sacrifice uh, to the Lord and his church, putting my hands in his and promising obedience to him and his successors. Just deeply emotional moments just evoking what's on my heart, the depth of my heart. And I could list more, but for the sake of my own emotions right now, <laughs> yeah, I'll stop here. But I want you, both now, um, and in kind of the intimate moments of this Mass, the Sunday morning, the consecration or, or communion, uh, to call to mind uh, what it is for you that evokes sentiments like this. Whether it's moments in your life of tragedy or beauty, like the birth, birth of a, a child or your wedding day, because we all have them, because, simply put, we're all human. But not to forget that so are the saints. So are Joseph, Mary, and Jesus. So are Zechariah, Elizabeth, and John. So too, then, they experience and feel things just like we do. There are studies coming out these last 20 years or so as science progresses on the child in the womb, which really fascinate me. I was reading one this last week that about the fourth month of pregnancy, a child's uh, hearing starts to develop to the point where a, co- a child could actually recognize and understand um, and be comforted by its own mother's voice. That even still in the womb, when the child is born then, that hearing its mother's voice once again has a strong preference for her. So about 10 years ago, these scientists in China uh, performed this study. They took 60 pregnant women, and they each had them record themselves uh, reading the same poem. And then they took the 60, and then they split the groups in two. To the first 30, they played another woman's voice, so not their own mother's voice to their child. And then to the other 30, they played their mother's voice. It's kind of interesting what happened. To the 30 that heard their own mother's voice, their heart rates increased. But to those that heard another woman's voice, uh, their heart rates decreased. Deceleration of the heart, they said, is an an attention mechanism. The heartbeat among children who heard an unfamiliar voice, their heartbeat slowed down because they were paying close attention trying to figure out who was speaking that they did not recognize. They were trying to figure out who was talking. So today, our gospel, we hear of Mary traveling to the hill country in haste to see her cousins, Zechariah 
Elizabeth, her dearest cousin and friend who by God's providential grace was already six months with child herself. This kid's been hearing then, you could say, for two months. Hearing develops around month four. We read, when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb. Now, if I were a betting man, I'm willing to bet that John's heart rate increased, that he heard his mother's voice. Yet, in another sense, he had actually never heard it before. It wasn't Elizabeth that spoke, it was Mary. And he leaped in his mother Elizabeth's womb. That he, John the Baptist, the cousin of Jesus, the forerunner to the Christ that would prepare the way, heard the voice of Mary. Because the voice of Mary is the present voice of Jesus in her womb. It says, Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. So like the child John and his mother Elizabeth, We too have these experiences in our life. Experience is so powerful uh, that it but demands an evocation of what lies upon and within our own hearts. That do our hearts accelerate or do they decrease? Do we recognize the voice of our mother and our father in heaven? Or are we left wondering who that is that's calling us, inviting us into greater intimacy and relationship with him?